And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I'm working on your financial freedom. And on today's show, I, I just got to hit you square in the chest. You ready? Here it comes. I'm going to hit you square in the chest. That probably didn't feel very good, did it? The reason I want to simulate hitting you in the chest is I want to get your attention. This is radio. We're in the theater of radio. So whatever I did to stimulate your mind to make you think that I hit you in the chest and possibly knock the wind out of you so that I got your attention, well, maybe I just got your attention. All right. You have a belief problem. Your belief problem is holding you back from doing what you should be doing to get yourself retired in the next five years. Let's start from square one. You don't believe that real estate is a viable option for you to get yourself retired in the next five years. You've heard all kinds of false beliefs out there that real estate's too risky, it takes too much time, you gotta have a million dollars to make a million dollars, and all of those false beliefs are exactly that. They are false beliefs. Heck, I did a show last week talking about false beliefs, so if, if you didn't hear that show, go to lifestylesunlimited.com, Check out the radio tab. Now, depending on how you get there, it's either going to say radio or it'll say podcast. It really doesn't matter. It takes you to the same place. And look up that show. As a matter of fact, while you're there, take a look at all of our shows. You may be only listening to a part of what the Lifestyles Unlimited Radio Network actually puts out. Yes, I said Lifestyles Unlimited Radio Network. Yeah, we're, we have our own radio network. As a matter of fact, it's comprised of the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show and the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. So you can get all of our shows between all four of our hosts. That's, that's Dell, that's Mike, that's Andy, and yours truly. All of those shows get repurposed into podcasts so that you can learn. That's what it's all about. It's all about you learning something different. But let's get back to that, that false belief that you have that you believe you can't do this. You believe real estate is not the vehicle of choice. All right, let's take a step back. What are you doing right now for retirement? Now, for most of you, you're putting money into a 401k, or maybe you've got an IRA. Maybe a couple of you have pensions. And I would tell you this, all of those vehicles, all of those vehicles, first of all, they take the control away from you. You can't touch the money. You're not allowed to touch any of the money, the money is controlled on your behalf, and there are rules regarding how you can take the money out. As a matter of fact, in those 401ks and those IRAs, if you even attempt to take the money out before the age of 59 and a half, what do they do? They penalize you, right? They hit you with a 10% penalty. The reason they do that is they want to dissuade you from touching that money. But here's why I would suggest you ought to consider touching that money. Because with the amount of money that you have plugged into those accounts, as of right now, as of today, you probably have enough money to translate into real estate, or I should say convert into real estate, and in doing so, you can get yourself retired in the next five years. Most of you don't believe that's true. Most of you believe that what you're doing currently is the most effective way to get yourself retired. And I disagree with you. I absolutely disagree with you. And the reason I absolutely disagree with you is because 
I know for a fact from personal experience that if you take money that's plugged into different vehicles for retirement, if you take that money out of those different vehicles, if you pay the taxes associated with it, if you pay whatever penalties, you're still going to be better off with real estate. I did exactly what I was taught to do by Lifestyles Unlimited six years ago. And I put myself on a five-year game plan to get myself retired using the vehicle of real estate. And you know what? I kind of messed it up. You want to know how I messed it up? I got it done in two years. Yeah, two years. Not five, two years. Now, you have to understand that before I even became a member of Lifestyles Unlimited, I attempted to retire once before in my life. And you know what the result was? I failed. I was a dismal failure. I was trying to live off of a pension that I earned, and that pension didn't provide me enough income. My, my expenses of living were much higher than the income that pension provided. So I had to get back into the workforce. And I will tell you, at the age of 50, it was difficult to do. I was facing something called ageism. I was facing something called, you know, trying to tr- translate into another industry from a military background. There's a lot of organizations that just don't have any interest in you doing that. Or if they allow you to go into the industry, they want you to come in at an entry level place. Okay. And that's kind of how I found myself working again. I had to get back to that entry level place and I was miserable. But then I found Lifestyles Unlimited a couple years later and I started doing what Lifestyles Unlimited taught me to do. I laid out a five-year plan, got it done in two years. Now, I'm not saying you're going to get it done in two years because everybody has a different background. Everybody starts in a different place. What you believe is that your retirement plan that you're utilizing right now, either the 401k or the IRA or the pension or, or some other flavor that I haven't even described, you think that by just injecting money every month into those accounts, you're going to be fine in retirement. As you get closer to the retirement age, you're going to probably figure out that you don't have enough money saved up in retirement. You have to figure out in your future years at what point you stop working. And why why is you stopping working so important? Because your income stops. You've left the job. Everything that you've done up to that point in your life has been trading time for money to get you to a place that you think is called a retirement. Now you're staring at that big bag of money and you're trying to figure out how long can you make it last? What quality of life can you have? How much can you take out of that on a monthly basis so that you don't run out of money in your future life? And for many of you, you have no idea how long you're going to live. You, you obviously have lived up until today, but what about the future? There's, there's no expiration date stamped on your left hip. It's, it's just not there. So some of you, you might, learn, you might live until your 80s. You might live until your 90s. Has your retirement account built up so much that it's going to provide you the income that you need in your future life? And for many of you, many of you live through periods where we had low inflation in the United States. There was, there was about a 40-year period where inflation was, was, I mean, it was there, but it wasn't going up that much. However, what many of you have experienced in the last couple of years is the effects of inflation. And even though the government tells you that, yeah, inflation is X percent, Y percent, whatever number they throw out, your real cost at the pump, your real cost at the grocery store, your real cost of living, it's gone up significantly. 
And I think that number is more significant than the number that the government likes to put out. I think it's smothering. I think it's smothering. Yeah, I mean, I'm experiencing the same effect, and I'm real estate retired. However, my real estate is keeping pace with inflation. Rents, unfortunately, are also keeping pace with inflation. Why do I say unfortunately? Because I don't necessarily want to raise my rents for the sake of raising rents. But when my costs associated with owning and operating my property, maybe my insurance, maybe my taxes go up, I have to pass those expenses on in the form of my rental costs over time. Otherwise, I get myself to a place where I'm not producing the same amount of income that I used to produce. It's it's strictly business. It's not that I'm beating up on my residents because I'm not doing that. I'm just passing along the cost of business to the resident. It's no different than what all the other manufacturers out there that sell me stuff do. Their price has gone up. It's not necessarily profit motivated. It's expense motivated. So things in my life are costing me more money, too. It's, it, that's the nasty thing that happens when inflation takes hold in the economy. So I told you I was going to tell you about the five ways we make money in real estate. And what I want you to do is I want you to think about what you're invested in right now. And I want you to think about how many different ways it's paying you an income. Go ahead. I'll give you a second to think that through. Is, is it providing you cash flow? Now, real estate provides you cash flow. What you're invested in probably doesn't provide you cash flow unless, unless it provides you a dividend. And if it provides you a dividend, that's the equivalent of cash flow. But there's a problem because those retirement accounts that you're locked into, any income those retirement accounts make have to go back into the retirement account. It cannot go into your pocket to offset your ordinary expenses of life. It has to go into the retirement account. Now, some of you are like, yeah, well, that's fine now because it just keeps building that account up. But clearly, you're not listening. Clearly, you don't understand that cash flow is one of the most important pieces of income that you can provide to yourself that will help you retire in the next five years. So even though your asset may be paying you a cash flow amount, you cannot use that money to offset your living expenses. So it might be nice, but you can't do anything with it. Real estate, on the other hand, when real estate pays you cash flow, that real estate is not locked up in a 401k or an IRA, or it's definitely not locked up in a pension. You own that asset as your own asset. And when it pays you an income stream, that's money that you make. Now, Lifestyles Unlimited, we're going to recommend that when you buy a real estate asset, that that asset produces at least 8% cash on cash. Now, there are assets out there that will produce more than 8%, but 8% is the floor that we want to see you at. If, a, if an asset produces 7.9%, I mean, you could round up, but at the end of the day, it's still not producing 8%. And there are other assets out there that you can buy that can produce 8% or better. As a matter of fact, on today's show, I've got three assets that I'm looking at right now, and all three of these different assets produce at least 8% cash-on-cash return. Now, one of them produces 9.6, which is a little bit above the 8%, but again, it's above the 8%. Another one produces a 9% cash on cash return. And yet another one produces a 12.9% cash on cash return. So which which one 
caught your interest? Which one did you think maybe is the best deal for you? Well, it kind of sounds like that one producing 19% is superior than the one producing 9.6%, does it not? Well, I think you'd be onto something. As a matter of fact, it produces twice as much in the rate of return as the first one does. But what you also have to look at is you have to look at the amount of money you're physically putting into the property, and you have to evaluate that because that has a bearing on whether or not that cash flow is doing for you what it's supposed to do. Now, that property that's producing a 19% cash-on-cash return, it's going to require about $14,500 cash out of pocket. Part of the reason it produces a superior rate of return is it requires less money than the other property at $25,000 requires. So there's, there's a little bit of math associated with this, but at the end of the day, I've just shown you three properties that could work. When we come back from the break, we'll get into how these properties make you money. Stick around. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. Need more unconventional wisdom that'll set you free? Subscribe to Lifestyles Unlimited on YouTube and binge content that will actually help you get where you want to go in life from people who are already there. With over 50,000 members and 32 years of proven success, there's so much more we want to share with you than what we have time for on the radio. On YouTube, we go beyond our shows and feature our best content from podcasts, interviews, expo, master's tour, fireside chats, special events, and more. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the second half of the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I'm working on your financial freedom. And the question I have for you today is, do you believe? Now, I'm not talking about some mega organization where the, the lead characters have mouse ears and stuff like that. I'm not talking about that kind of belief. What I'm talking about is the kind of belief that's going to get you retired in the next five years. First of all, the question you really should ask yourself is, do you want to be retired in the next five years? Or are you okay plugging along for the next 10 years or 15 years or 20 years? And for some of you, maybe that's 30 years or more. I will tell you, I was on that roadmap. I did everything that I was taught to do by society, and it was simply this. Go to school, get good grades, get into college, get good grades, get into the workforce, find a job that paid me a, a good income, and maybe there'd be some, some retirement benefits to it, like you know 401k or maybe access to a pension. And then the Army showed up, and they offered me a four-year scholarship. Now, I thought, wow, this is, this is my big-ticket event. That four-year scholarship, it covered tuition, books, fees, and it even provided me $100 a month for incidental expenses. I got a check for $100 every month from the United States Army. Yeah, I, I spent a career in the United States Army because I actually enjoyed protecting this country. I enjoyed serving with my fellow Americans. There, there were some benefits that... I received just by being a military member that made my self-esteem feel pretty good. And then, you know, somewhere around 2001, we went to war and we went to war for like for real, real, right? Called Afghanistan, right? It turned the military on its head. And I found myself 27 years later retired. 
Yeah, the, the Army had actually selected me for promotion, and while they were trying to figure out how to promote me, I wound up on some kind of retirement board, so I wound up being boarded for retirement, and then boom, guess what? I, I thought I was going to get promoted, I got retired, and I found myself in Fort Living Room trying to live off of one-third of what I used to make. My retirement pension didn't pay me what I made when I was serving on active duty. So I got back into the workforce. It was a very difficult time for me. It took me 10 months to get in the workforce. In the meantime, I'm hemorrhaging money. So I'm looking at the plastic in my wallet and check this out. They all have cash advance components to them. And as I'm getting ready to go take out the first cash advance, I finally land a job. That job paid me not what I wanted to be paid, you know, the six-figure-plus income that I was looking for. It paid me a lot less money, but it was the amount of money that I needed to stop the financial bleeding in my household. And all I had to do was suck it up for 20 more years because the new job offered a pension component also. After 20 years, I would get that, that full pension amount. And I'd be 70 years of age, I could take my maximum Social Security benefit. So my retirement plan simply became work, 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 another 20 years. And at the end of 20 years, I'll be 70 years of age. I'll have two pensions. I'll have my Social Security benefit. What could go wrong, right? So in 2017, I became a member of Lifestyles Unlimited, like I think you ought to do. And what they taught me was the five different ways we make money in real estate. There's the cash flow, and I think the cash flow is the most important component. One of the other business rules that I live by that you'll be taught at Lifestyles Unlimited is you're looking for assets that can double your equity captured. In other words, if you put $100,000 into a property, you'd like to capture an additional $100,000. So that would give you $200,000 worth of equity, right? Now, don't don't focus on those numbers. I just threw some numbers out at you so that the math would be simple. I could have said, if you put $10,000 into the property, you want to at least capture an additional $10,000 in the property. That would give you $20,000 of total equity. See how that works, that equity capture? Okay, another way we make money in real estate has to do with natural appreciation. We know statistically, and, and you can do your own research and come up with the same result, but we know that historically, real estate tends to double in value every 20 years. Faster in some parts of the country, a little slower in other parts of the country, but 20 years seems to be that sweet spot. So how much does your asset need to appreciate on an annual basis in order for you to get to that doubling effect in 20 years. Well, if you do the math, it works out to be about 3.5%. So if you have a property that is worth $100,000 and it goes up 3.5% after the first year, that property is now worth $103,500. You've made an additional $3,500 in additional equity just because of what the markets are doing because real estate tends to go up in value. Now, there's another way we make money in real estate. And this way, of, of all the ways I'm going to talk to you about, this way produces literally the least amount of equity contribution, but it does produce equity contribution. And it's something called principal paydown. What does that mean, principal paydown? Well, we leverage our properties correctly, which means when, when we get everything all fixed up, we put a conventional loan on the property, and with that loan, we're paying principal and interest as part of that mortgage. Now, the interest is a business write-off. You can write off all of the interest expense. But the principal, the principal is paid down every month. See, part of that payment you make is a principal payment, and the majority of it is an interest payment. 
But that principal payment, it's it's not a it's not a write off. You can't write off the principal reduction, but it does reduce the amount of money you owe on the property, thereby increasing your equity in the property. And the fifth way we make money in real estate is the tax advantages. It's the concept that your money that you earn on the cash flow is is protected by the depreciation write-offs that you take on the asset. And the IRS makes you take the depreciation write-off. There's really, if you read the tax code, there's no getting around it. They want you to do it. Now, I, I suppose you could you could avoid it, but it'd be dumb because then you'd be paying taxes on the income that you're earning. But let me go back to the income piece because that's what I want you to hone in on. There are, there are three assets that came across my desk over this past weekend, and they're producing at least $200 a month in cash flow. The first property is producing right at $200 a month, $200 per month. Now you're thinking, well, $200 a month, that's not going to get me retired. And you'd be correct. $200 probably is not enough money to offset your expenses in life. So how many properties do you need? Well, you need to know what your expenses are in your household. Because once you know what your expenses are in your household, you can do the backwards math. Let's say, let's say your expenses are $4,000 per month, $4,000 a month. That's, that's everything that you need to spend for your house payment, your car payment, your toilets, toothpaste. Well, you know what I mean. I'm not saying you're buying toilets, but I thought I'd throw that in there to see if anybody was listening. But my point is at $200 a month, you'd need 20 of those assets. You would need 20 of them. Can you get to 20? Well, it depends on how much money you've got to start with. I would tell you this particular asset is going to take $25,000 out of pocket. So you need about $500,000 to buy 20 of these particular assets, and that would produce that $4,000 a month you need. So where do you get the $500,000 from? What's sitting in your 401k? What's sitting in your IRA? Does your pension allow you to take money out of it or cash that pension in? I'm serious. You need to be taking a look at those dollars that are sitting there doing absolutely nothing for you. Nothing for you. Now, maybe maybe $200 isn't enough. Maybe, maybe property number two that produces $228 per month. Would that be a better option? Chances are it would be a better option. It would produce more annual income. You'd get $2,736 of annual income as compared to $2,400. So maybe property number two is a better option for you. But then property number three, it's throwing off $252, $252. That gives you an annual income of $3,024. Let's take a step back for a minute, because I know a lot of you said, well, on that first property, $200 is just not enough money. Let's talk about annualizing that income. At $200 per month, that works out to be a $2,400 income increase. Let's say you make $100,000 per year. What does that represent as far as a percentage of the amount of money you need to replace? I'll let you do the math. I won't even tell you the math. It's significant because $2,400 a month is income you just created for yourself. And in this particular case, it took $25,000 to buy that income stream of $2,400, but you're getting a 9.6% return on investment. For property number two, you're getting a little bit more money. It's $228 per month, which annualized works out to be $2,736. Now, this particular asset gives you a 19% return on investment. 
And some of you are going, well, wait a minute, why is that? Because the cash out of pocket to do that particular deal is only $14,400. Yeah, so you're putting less of your own money into the asset. You're getting a slightly better cash flow. And the cash on cash return is double of what property number one would do for you. So I'm thinking property number two might be the better option for you. And then we take a look at property number three. It's producing more in the way of cash flow. It's $252 per month, annualized at $3,024. Now, that particular asset is going to require you to put $23,500 cash out of pocket in order to take that asset down. That's going to give you a 12.9% return cash on cash. So, again, I'm leaning towards property number two. Property number two seems to be the better investment. It's going to require less cash out of pocket. It's going to... Re- turn the best cash on cash return. And even though it doesn't produce quite as much annual cash flow as property number three, I like the rate of return better. And here's the other thing. Property number two is poised to return $21,500 in equity captured. Now, remember, you're putting about $14,500 into the deal, but you're capturing an additional $21,500 of equity in the asset. That's 149% return on capital gain. This is why I'm telling you, you need to be invested in real estate. Now, if you own that asset, let's say we go with property number two, and we take into consideration the five different ways we make money in real estate, the cash flow, the natural appreciation, the equity capture, the principal pay down, the tax advantages. What does this property do for you if you sell it at the end of five years? It's going to produce an adjusted capital gains of over $49,000, and your return on investment over a five-year period of time is 242%. 242%. That is a very big number, and when you divide that by five, you get an annualized return of almost 49%. Are you making 49% in whatever it is you're investing in per annum? And I don't think you're making 49% per annum. But with real estate, you can make 49% per annum with just one house. And that just that one house is capable of producing an income stream for you, an annual income stream equivalent to $2,736. Do you think you could pay some recurring monthly expenses with $2,736? I think you can. If you want to do what I'm doing, if you want to do what the 50,000 members of Lifestyles Unlimited are doing, go to lifestylesunlimited.com, sign up for a free workshop, and let's get you going. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at Lifestyles lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The 
information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.